want to welcome all y'all to Fan of a Fan, and this is strictly only for the fans. Welcome to Breakdown on West Side, your number one breakdown podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. Now, I would like to get into all the, oh, now the man on the mic, blah, 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 but this is part two. Part one was already there, and this is the part two. This is the continuation. So, before you listen to this, you should probably go and listen to part one. Probably a very interesting discussion that came in through that. But this is part two, and we are continuing from here on out from where we left off in part one. So, we get to go back to the conversation in three, two, one. When, you know, it comes to things like relationships, and I'll get to that in a little bit. I'm, I'm not somebody who subscribes to the blue pill because i like to be logical i like to take things as rational yeah i like to be rational which is why i probably won't sit down and just say oh you know what the man should handle all the bills blah 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 which is still debatable on certain different levels but at the same time i'm not going to base my everything on a relationship or on some form of bliss because i accept that there is going to be reality after all of that bliss you know the only way that you can really experience true pleasure and happiness is if you've had like a certain low point like that's why life is interesting and that's yeah. why i find it hard to subscribe to something yeah, like the blue pill uh-huh. black pill since i consider that for incels alone i can understand where they're at i can understand why they'd get there and it's born out of a certain frustration to not get women and it's unfortunate that a lot of people do end up staying there but i think for the most part most guys should move away from there and get to a point of contentment once they understand where the problem is so like my issue with the red pill mainly because i'm i'm somebody who actually likes a lot of the talk that a lot of people who claim to be so-called red pill that sort of fall under the red pill do talk about because ideally the best thing that i think a lot of guys should get right now and it pushes a lot of guys to be more masculine and not just give it up because i think the problem with a lot of guys today is that they don't know their worth and they either overestimate themselves or underestimate themselves and the red pill sort of teaches you to give yourself value in that you don't necessarily get to overestimate yourself and if anything you could probably underestimate yourself but by a little bit okay um my issue comes in now when this underestimation or estimation or creation of value comes in and it's like the idea of forming good healthy relationships kind of takes a side bar out of all of it or it becomes like an afterthought because i think a lot of red pill guys a lot of MGTOW guys don't get into relationships and a lot of these guys yeah. are fairly young and i'm personally against that because i feel like while you're young get into a bunch of different relationships learn from them they don't all have to be good they don't all have to be bad they don't have to be toxic i think having the the so-called bad relationship here and that is good for you because it teaches you a lot about women it teaches you a lot about handling yourself and emotional control and what it takes to actually get into a relationship and stay there because the funny thing is if you look at a lot of the divorces that happen you'll rarely ever hear that people divorced because they weren't in love with each other you'll rarely ever hear that rarely ever it it would be like an issue of money you know yeah like some some kind of argument you know yeah it's financial uh it can be financial it can be adulterous you know infidelity and so on yeah and that's part of the reason why i think a lot of people need to learn that relationships do wait what about what about the simp bill gates is he was it was it infidelity 
um you could call it infidelity but also at the same time you could say that in his case it was a business move because hmm. from things like divorces it's fairly easier to liquidate stock and you know liquidate assets if you need the money to do something and yeah. i think it works to the advantage if they get to have a divorce and then they get to liquidate a bunch of money so that they can use it because people usually think that somebody who's worth a hundred billion dollars has a hundred billion dollars in their account so for him can i call him a simp not really not plus, really not really yeah plus also from what i heard apparently he was inappropriate with some of his employees so huh. i don't know i don't know he can he can fall right. under a bunch of different pools right, bill gates bill gates toxic huh <laughs> yeah. get him a t-shirt we should print for him a shirt man probably probably <laughs> but you want to know the funny thing about all of this like yeah a lot of people like to talk about how they want a good girlfriend but for the most part like some of the best most interesting relationships are the ones who are just a little bit toxic like we like that little bit of toxicity because for some reason like they're wildly interesting funny enough <laughs> yeah man so long as y'all are not whooping each other's ass then it's all good actually funny enough when you look at a lot of toxic relationships part of the reason why people stay there is because like it has very extreme ups and downs so it's like with a normal relationship there's the bumps in the relationships and then there's like the hills of it so it's like small valley small hill or like maybe a pothole and a bump it's nothing yeah. too deep and it's nothing too high but it's very worthwhile and it keeps you in check over a certain period but with like a toxic relationship the highs are really high and the lows are really low so you find that when somebody is fighting with his babe and you know they're fighting with each other the baby's hitting him you know they're trying to hold each other and it's like no i don't want you blah 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 you're absolute shit and it's like people are pretty much getting physical with each other it'll look bad but give it like maybe the night and then the following morning they're all pissed off at each other but they end up having say makeup sex or they try talking yeah, shit man. out and they end up having makeup sex and that shit is wild like she'll pull some crazy shit and all of a sudden after this wild experience they're like oh my goodness Man, i love like, him i love her it's like you went through it's like you went through like seven gym sessions in one bro you're sweating like crazy you're sore as hell man yeah to a certain degree it is kind of like that so i mean i it, just you just use some dick pills man and everything's fine i think that's the one pill that i don't entirely subscribe to I think if you can <laughs> no. use them and you want to use them for, you know, performance related reasons, I think that you should first consider other options before resorting to them. Cuz I don't know, like I made fun of Lamar Odom the other day on an episode about him, you know, I think it was ODing on like dick pills and <laughs> like I I wouldn't want to make fun of more people because of that. Cuz it's like you know need... nah, guys it just gives you an edge don't worry about it it's just that when you're done besides the point besides <laughs> the point um my issue with dick pills is a lot of people are misusing them now because it just sounds cool to try out weird shit so like take for example over this past year actually all through 2021 i think we've had more dick pill near death and death related cases in this country than ever like we've had mm, a yeah, bunch man. of different stories especially around between i think feb to may we've had a bunch of different stories of people who had heart attacks um or because died of... or almost died because... no nah, man that's just as that's just as a result of not following instructions man 
Bruh, but you're told to take one, take one. Bruh, some people can't handle that one. Some people don't have a strong heart to take that one. Then split the pill in half and eat it. Bruh, this isn't Molly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's kind of how I look at it. Because, yeah. like, if you... Yeah, I know at, it increases your heart rate, man. Yeah, uh, it can increase your heart rate and it can actually mess you up really badly. But yeah. actually, back to the pills. Back to the main pill story. Yeah. I have a problem with red pill in that it's made a lot of young people anti-relationship because it's made them not um, take a chance on women. Yeah. Okay, what what guys don't understand about it is that it, 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 it's not supposed to make you like anti-relationship. It's just supposed to make you, you know, like aware of what, you know, what women are really going for when they get into those relationships. Um, it's usually looks, money, status, right? But, and also, you know, you just put on, put on top like that masculine, you know, frame that you carry yourself with. And, but here's um, my issue. Here's yeah. my issue with it. When you look at yeah. a lot of the red pill teachings, if you implement them from at, at, at least the ones that talk about, you know, like make sure you work on yourself, don't necessarily chase babes and shit. Like yeah. if you look at somebody who's taking such advice when they're in their teens, when they're in their early 20s, then it can rob them off of very, very important relationship um, experiences Experience. yeah. as they grow up. So at the end of the day, you can find a guy who's made it at 30, but they're not good at being a good boyfriend. Like, they don't know how to be a good partner. Like, that's where my issue comes in. Because think about, about it like me. <laughs> Bro, I haven't named names or anything. But if, hey, you, but if you want to throw yourself there, then I'm not going to blame you. Hey, man, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm also a bad boyfriend. I'm, I'm not surprised that you'd end up in such a situation. Because here's the thing. If a guy decides to not go out and actually test out the realm of relationships and love and sex, you know, yeah. not necessarily sex. I think that one's a bit more optional than the you don't, others. You don't really have to. I mean... Well, well, the organs are yours. I'm one of the guys who tends to think that um, people, you know, men, both of us, both men and women, we, we misuse sex these days, man. Well, I believe to each his own and it's your body part. But... But yeah, it's entirely up to you, man. If you wanna, if you wanna get it on, you know, raw. Yeah. So, when you look at a lot of younger guys that get into the red pill movement and say that just checking into campus, like when you're in campus, campus is like a free trial to adulting, where you get to try out all yeah. the good shit. It's yeah. it's pretty much like well, I'm not gonna call it a premium or luxurious experience into the world that you'll get to live in but it's somewhere close in that you get all the good things but it's not super high level like you don't need to be at a super prestigious level because when you're in uni like you can still hit on babes but having a little bit of money here is actually good for you but it doesn't mean that she'll just come for you because of the money like you can get them with other things and i think most people i think should be rational enough when they're in campus to at least understand that you know we're both in university we don't have to go to a fancy place as long as there's the feeling and as long as we see something happening then we can make it happen and it doesn't have to cost all that much it doesn't have to come with all of these prerequisites that you probably get once you start working so yeah when some chicks are they're nice like that yeah yeah a lot of chicks are actually nice like that 
But now, once you finish campus, once you get into the real world, once adulting starts hitting you properly, that's when you realize that now you have to create value as a man. You exactly. have to put some money in, but, in the bank. You have to build yourself up. Otherwise, if you approach a 10 who's being approached by drug dealers who can splash money, who are being approached... Yeah, who are being approached by drug dealers, who are being approached by businessmen, who are being approached by politicians, yeah. judges, and so on. And even just well, regular guys... Mean. Yeah, even regular guys that are willing to simp and blow all sorts of cash at them and you're not making enough, especially with the way a lot of youth are today, then you're kind of left in a very shorthanded manner. You go into that and you realize that, you know what, the game is a lot different here. In in campus, you could have gotten a babe with a lot less. I'm not saying that it makes any less value. All right. In in my experience uh, with campus, there's some there's some chicks who will be that nice, right? But then there's some chicks who will want the who will prefer the dude that's gonna spend all kinds of money on them. I mean, I facts. yo, I turn red pill because of such a shorty man. Yeah, facts, facts, and I totally get that. I totally get uh, that. Like obviously there has to be such people. Like even in high school they existed. But yeah, what I'm saying is, when you look at a place like campus, you had a much better free trial to a lot of things. You could test out a lot of stuff for yourself. You know, you could be with the most popular girl. You could be with the least popular girl. You could be with a 10. You could be with a 4. You could yeah. go for somebody that will pay the bill for you. And you could go for somebody that you will pay everything for. You could try out a lot and because of a lot of people subscribing to the Red Pill movement fairly early on in life, you know, to its full extent then it kind of robs them of experiencing a lot of that because you get to learn a lot about a lot of different people and a lot of different babes, which is ideally what I seek to do whenever I'm doing the podcast. I want to at least give a bit of outlook such that the babes know what it's like being a guy, but more so the guys can resonate with what it's like, you know, trying to get babes, being in a relationship, the the thoughts of marriage and so on. Yeah, and I mean it's it's good to explore that that part before you go before you go red pill. So I think you know you're doing a pretty good job with the podcast because um thank you man. You know it's kind of like it, it goes into the exper- it goes into the details of the experience. Even though you know in, even though you know you you don't particularly keep it G-rated, but you know what I can say is you keep it you keep it real. So um, for somebody who's young, it helps go into the details of what it is to, you know, be in those relationships, what kind of women you'll encounter. Yeah. Yeah, man, I like to go raw on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that's that's kind of how I always looked at the red pill. And I think up until the red pill starts incorporating the idea of having good long lasting relationships fairly early on i don't know if i'm going to be a subscriber to it completely but it's i do to you, yeah but i do see its potential especially when you are starting out in life then i think the red pill movement is great like go yeah. become a red pill person when you're like 25 yeah yeah when you're like 25 like when you're trying to build out your life as a guy, yeah. I think Red Pill content is pretty good. It helps keep you in focus because you can be getting all sorts of pussy in your 20s while you're still not barely doing shit. But when stuff starts to get real, when these babes start to get older and they start thinking of settling down, you won't be the one that they'll choose to settle down with. And the most yeah. that you'll end up being is a baby daddy. And yeah. 
and to be honest like i've seen rich baby daddies and i've seen baby daddies that barely make shit and oh i feel sorry for baby daddies that can't produce much like in terms of um financial value and you know other forms of value like i genuinely do feel sorry for how they're spoken about out here but bottom line is I I like a lot of what they teach in terms of being a better man. But in terms of being a better boyfriend, in terms of being a better husband, I am inclined to thinking that it's not bad, it's just not sufficient. Yeah. Just go watch Alpha M. <laughs> yeah, he'll help but Alpha M will help you get babes. Keeping them is a very different ball game altogether. Yeah, you can dress well to get a date, but after the date has happened and she's decided to be yours, then the relationship is a different ball game. You yeah. know, All right. um, yeah, facts, facts. Yeah, stuff like discussing finances, stuff like discussing where you guys go forward. If you guys stay for like two, three years together, should you get married? Or should somebody be popping a ring or some shit? How is one person supporting the other? You know, is the drama in the relationship a good thing or a bad thing? Because in some cases, it's a good thing. Funny enough, some cases it's actually a good thing. In others, it's a bad one. You know, at what point was this a red flag versus at what point was it something to compromise on? Like a lot of those things are what I feel like a lot of people fail to understand and learn from whenever they ignore the part about learning from relationships. So at the end of the day, you have somebody who's very who's very malformed in the world of relationships and love and sex and shit. And then they go into it with an older set of people and then they end up sort of, I don't want to say shortchanging themselves per se, but they end up not experiencing the full breadth of it because somebody left them because they're like, you know what, this person isn't that good of a boyfriend. And it's not that they're bad as a person, they just don't know how to be a better boyfriend. You get. Mm. But um, I do get what it is that you say, you know, red pill content is actually good for a lot of guys. And I do think for a lot of girls who want to grow themselves in a more masculine way, I think, you know, it's it's okay. Uh, it's not... I mean, girls get offended, man. Yeah, a lot of them will get offended. But for those that don't get offended, I think it is particularly interesting. But yeah, uh, that being said... Thank you so much for hopping onto the podcast because you know we uh, yes, sir. yeah we've blown through we about ate. a fuck ton of time. <laughs> it's 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 been a great pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you so much for hopping on, uh, especially with your very interesting schedule. I'm sure you're a very busy guy. Yeah, man, I am. I'm also one guy trying to build myself up, you know. So yeah, totally feel you. Man. I I function on like a you know a military kind of you know regimen. Hi right, man, thank you so much for for hopping on. Mr. Man Style Thanks, YouTube man. link to his channel will be available in the description as well as the link to his Teespring store where you can get the quote-unquote toxic masculinity shirts. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. If you do have any thoughts, comments, or feedback, feel free to hit us up at Breaktime on Westside on IG is the handle. And the DMs are always open. On Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on Westside. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs, which is at Bagaka the D. Thank you so much. And we will catch you guys on the next break. Mm-hmm.